This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington. Welcome to another edition of the Metal Injection Livecast. It's getting cold out, am I right? I think one of Noah's nipples just poked me in the ear. Here's the fucking show. Me too. You too what? What's going on with Noah's no- nipples? Noah has oh. really long nipples. Ew. What? You probably do. I wouldn't doubt it. I don't know. It does, I can't tell. Slim girls usually have really long, like, what does that pencil mean, eraser long? nipples. What does that mean, long nipples? Well, because you're so slim, I guess maybe it just even looks longer by comparison to the rest of your body. But, no, yeah, it's probably pokes out. They're pokey nipples. Ugh. I'm making little finger nipples with I'm my not, hands I'm right not now. having this conversation with you right now. Yeah, just Do I already have to cue up the After Dark music? It's only been uh, not Listen, even a minute. <laughs> She's got that whole Mediterranean nipple thing going. Oh, it's all right. Okay. How are you? <laughs> all right. We're here with an all-new edition of the Metal Injection Livecast, and it's uh, episode 37 or 38. I don't know. I've you lost, don't know? I've lost I think count. it's 38. I think it's 38. Well, together. don't you just know everything. And uh, we have a great show. Uh, momentarily, in the next 15 minutes or so, Ian Christie, famed book author, serious DJ, and Noah Crush, will be calling Shut in. Up. <laughs> it's so true. Her spot. When her tone goes to that high pitch, you know yeah. that she, you've hit a nerve. <sighs> Shut up! I wouldn't mind hitting your nerve. I really hope that you guys don't embarrass me when he calls in. I hope we do. You know what I heard on the internet? Her uh, her nerve is long and thin. And yes, so it sticks out a lot. And pokes. Such asshole. She's like a French woman. It's one long strand of hair that sticks out of it. A, fr- a French woman known for having long, thin nipples or something. Or <laughs> they are now. You're, you're welcome, French women. Also on the show a little later on in the second hour, we will have Tim from As I Lay Dying and Austrian Death Machine calling in. It's going to be nice enough to hang out with us. And you guys can, of course, uh, call us up. You'll can. you be able to talk to Tim. You'll be able to talk to Ian. You'll be able to talk to us. All you got to do is ring us up at 646-929-1357. That is our number. We expect some calls. And uh, one thing I promised uh, Groban, we would say uh, before, before the show went on air in the chat room, is that one Matt Tonkin... Eat shit or something. Matt Tonkin, you apparently eat shit. What? I think only 12 people are laughing right now in the whole world. That's 12 more than usual. Because of that. And you say something. <laughs> Didn't we have a special Groban drop that we wanted? To Didn't we know? That was all last week. I don't want to queue it up now. Uh, I know button pushing is really difficult. Thank you. Thank you. Finally, somebody that feels my pain. George Jetson. He's got, uh, you know, hand. He's got carpal tunnel from gripping the joint, so it's hard for him to push buttons without pain. That's all. That's why he doesn't like to do it. Right, Robert? That's pretty much exactly why I don't like to do it, or something. And um, by the way, I'm Matt Tonkin. Oh, sorry, Josh Groban. Who is Josh Groban? Who is Josh Groban? Kill yourself. <laughs> I was going to say Matt Tonkin has his own uh, podcast and he says, fuck you, Rob. I just was listening. What? Darren, you pay attention to this Darren's podcast. a subscriber right? to the Matt Tonkin podcast. <laughs> Isn't there a Bay of Tonkin? 
Yeah, there no, was a Gulf, resolution. Gulf of Tonkin. Is it? That's a huh? Vietnam. The incident that got the U.S. into the Vietnam War. Okay, you're, well, you're welcome. The dude from um, Big Lebowski was involved in that, I believe. Is that right? Doesn't he uh, mention that in the movie? I don't remember. So I'm, I, you know, everyone else has seen that movie like forty times. I saw it twice. So I don't know. Wow. Thirty-eight to go, Darren, and then you'll yeah. be cool. It's all right. I enjoyed it. I don't know. It's not like the great American cinema or anything. Yeah, it is actually. I, it's a good movie. I'm not knocking it. But. It's like that's number one, and then Citizen Kane is number two, number three, I, Mac and Me. <laughs> that's the top three. Uh, but I know in you're the joking, canon. but I hated Citizen Kane. I was forced to watch that. Oh my god! Thank class. you. It was uh, all right, but no, yeah. it was awful. Well, Dreadful. it's a different time and place. You can't. I liked Citizen it's, Kane. I'm sorry, but it's heralded as the greatest movie of because all time because of all the different techniques that are pretty much invented. Okay, I can sure. appreciate that. Yeah, I would appreciate all? that, but it, I don't think it's the greatest movie of all well, time. If you saw it when it came out, you'd feel differently. But I didn't. Okay, but I, that's yeah. All, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, but great it's movies so boring. Great movies hold up over decades. You know, like you know, uh, Wizard of Oz is a great movie to watch now. Yeah. But it is for what it is. It's a kids. Okay, movie. well then I could say the same thing for Citizen Kane. But right, but I'm telling you, my opinion is right. that it sucks. It's boring. It's not. It did. It, it, it's just like Birth of a Nation. That's a movie that created well. all these techniques. <laughs> but it's the same thing. It created all these techniques and innovative stuff. But it's racist. Yeah. So sort of like it. Noah, except for the <laughs> technique creating. Just the racist part. You're an asshole, not racist. <laughs> All right. Would you call me an asshole if I wasn't black? What? That's you're right. kind of confused. Checkmate. Now. Noah, let me ask you this. If you're not racist, yeah. why are there no black people in this room right now? That's right. Because uh, this is, this studio uh, belongs uh, uh, to Rob uh, and Sid, not to me. This is the metal injection studio. So it's side. metal injection that's racist, <laughs> you know, not they had a, they had a kick Well, their, you're part of it. They had to kick their black roommate out for us to do the show here. Yeah, he knew you were coming. Yeah, Bill Cosby was crashing on the futon. <laughs> you have to be like, no, 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 you gotta go. go back in now, damn it! Uh, no, stay out, Bill. Noah's still here. Poor guy. I am not a racist. Someone in the chat room says, Alex Skolnick's legato technique is racist. <laughs> Everything about Alex Skolnick is racist. I think Bud Kushner is calling me, so I'm going to have to uh, leave the live cast That's for a few seconds. Hurry up. You know, technically, uh, Alex Skolnick's not racist. Make sure you have but exact change. He's willing to perform at KKK rallies. Whoever will pay, yeah. yeah. he's just He just wants like a warm meal and a <laughs> place know, to take a nap. It was his birthday yesterday. Who? Is he like 63 Alex now? Skolnick. Really? 263. It depends how wide that gray strip of hair is. Did he atone <laughs> I, on Monday? I don't know. I didn't celebrate. Did he atone on Monday? Is he Jewish? I would assume with a name like Skolnick, no? Skolnick. No, what, you, you, you're you in the I Jew don't directory. I don't know. I don't think he's Jewish. Well, was, really? it, was he circumcised when you... Uh... <sighs> I well, did you're, not in, have Darren, you're in the relations. circumcised directory. You should know yeah. that one. I, I, I didn't know there was a directory. You're in it, buddy. They didn't give me the card when I got Pages 8 through 10. Wow. Mr. 3D. So, so yeah, Noah, circumcised or not? (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't paying attention. I don't blame you. Neither was I. I mean, uh... uh, (laughs) Huh? (laughs) You were just holding the camera. So, what's the... What is the genesis of this, um... Of this uh, Ian Christie connection that you have? Have you been in the room with him? Yeah. So what, how do you know him? Well, lo- okay, a long time ago when Metal Injection was just born, mm-hmm. when we were a 3 a.m. Uh, public access TV show on Saturday mornings, 3 a.m. Saturday mornings, 
uh, after like the first few episodes, we got an email from Ian Christie saying that he has watched our program. And, you know, like he wrote Sound of the Beast, which is like a kind of like a history of, of heavy metal, but not anything like an encyclopedia or anything. It's like a story of heavy metal. So he sent us an email and that's kind of like how we, um, I guess, had some type of relations with him, you know, like through metal injection. And, you know, like through the years, we've just, I don't know, he works at Sirius. I've never seen him at Sirius, but I've I've met him in real person um, at the metal injection holiday party, I think last year or the year (laughs) before. Is he uh, a good kisser or... (laughs) Come on. He's a married man. I don't go oh. after Oh, really? Man. Who's he married to? One of the chicks from Vixen? Um, <laughs> no. Vixen? Remember them? I no? do remember them, but... Uh... <sighs> no, he's not <laughs> a Vixen? Rob, in case you hear panting in the background. Yeah, he had to climb that's... one flight of stairs. <laughs> I, am, I am out of shape. Well, you I... know... You run out of breath when you suck dick for weed. <laughs> Give me a second. That was quick. <laughs> Only so much room in his throat. Oh, my gosh. What was the question? <laughs> You're in shape. Two circles. What? That's what you Making a like. fat joke? Yeah. It's not funny. That's not funny. People think I'm a stud. All right. <laughs> Anyone who thinks I'm a stud, give us a call. 646 646- Nine two nine, one three five seven. I'll never have another caller. <laughs> Rob, your pecs are very impressive. Why? Thank you. Rob has long nipples. <laughs> I, have, I have long nipples. They look like fucking pancakes. Long. Oh, I can't like silver dollar pancakes. <laughs> Thrash and destroy in the chat room says Rob got gang raped for weed. It's not rape when you're willing. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. No! (laughs) I would never. Quite the opposite when Rob needs weed. (laughs) Guys, come on. Dot, dot, dot. I thought thought we're not reading the live chat. Who? I was... I'm not. Thank you. Noah supported Phoenix. Who was reading the live chat? I was talking to Noah supported Phoenix says that Rob is the sexiest man alive. I agree with Noah supported Well, that's why it was aborted, because it had terrible taste in men. By the way, uh, Noah just said, I thought we're not reading the chat room right after typing in the chat room. Yeah. Because there was an issue with my mic, so I had to thank the listener for pointing it out. I had you know that there was an issue with the mic. Where'd you read that? (laughs) Okay, but I'm not not reading the conversations that they're having. Oh, oh, okay. See, hear that, everybody in the chat room? Noah is ignoring the conversations you're having. So stop worshipping her. Sid, please go to the store and get more of those Starburst (laughs) things that you have. No product placement on this show. We're anti-commercial here. (laughs) Yeah, because we can't get it. (laughs) Yeah, if they'll send us some for free, then sure, we'll start saying what delicious candy treats we enjoy before the show. (laughs) But until then... No no free commercials for those people. Can you go back to doing the live cast from the bathroom? <laughs> Later, if I have to take a shit, sure. Ugh. I'll be thinking of you the whole time. By the way, Noah's wearing a, a uh, Slayer shirt that goes all the way up to her neck. There's not a one bit of cleavage, and still every time Sid looks at her, she covers up her chest. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like a cold breeze every time I'm trying to like, distort his thoughts. 
they're already pretty damn distorted if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's hilarious. You've got a birthmark on your forearm that I would like to burn off with a cigarette if you'd let me. <laughs> Can we do that? That's pretty metal. That could be some bonus footage, just taking a cigarette to Noah's arm. It's like fucking Silence of the Lambs. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Could you twit pick that birthmark and get let, take ideas from your, your Twitter followers on what to do with it? No. <laughs> oh, come on. You don't want to do anything fun. What we could do is is like Megan Fox has a tattoo of Marilyn Monroe on her arm. Yeah. You could get the same tattoo and the birthmark would be Marilyn Monroe's birthmark. You just have it line up. And then nobody would know that it was an actual what birthmark. What are you guys talking about? She'd look at her arm. See it right there? It's, it's a like little chocolate mark. chip. Yeah, so what's the big it's chocolate it chip? Makes, it makes my arm more delicious. Can we yeah. auction that off for charity? <laughs> I don't know how much you would get for that. Hey, with the people in the chat room, I bet somebody would crank up at least, you know, $15 for your... I don't think they have $15. That's probably... If they started a collection, a dollar per chatter. They get a month for their allowances. Oh, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that our listeners are young. <laughs> Fair That's enough. That's all. Young enough to be willing to buy a birthmark. I know. Why is your birthmark shaped like a swastika? Should... <laughs> is that a coincidence or did you have it shaped that way? Did you guys atone for the Yom Kippur holiday? Yeah, I ate a cheeseburger. Oh, wow. In atonement. I had German food. You had I had what? German food. Oh, okay. You had German food. Some bratwurst with some mm. nice German taters and sauerkraut mm. and some spicy mustard. Was it prepared in an oven by any chance? It was actually prepared in one of them street vendor carts. There's a German cart by my office. How can we never go to the German cart? It's on Fifth Avenue. Would you be willing to walk to Fifth Avenue? The guy's pretty slow. It's on one block. All right. It's on 54th and 5th. There's some free product placement for the zero people. Oh, wow. No swastika-shaped birthmark is in the chat room now. <laughs> so uh, it does exist, apparently. And it talks. That's and fine. it can type. Hey. <laughs> As I recall, my, one of my favorite old punk bands, the Angry Samoans, has a song called They Saved Hitler's Cock. <laughs> so, and uh, I believe there's a caller on the Zach Beats hotline. If we get him up there. Hello, is, Matt is this uh, Matt Tonkin? What? Who is this? Yeah, it's Matt Tonkin. Hey, how are you? Matt Tonkin. What's going Not on? Bad, you? <laughs> now, I don't want to alarm you, but, but uh, we've heard some very negative things about you. I, I'm aware. I'm actually listening to it right now. How do you respond to that? What's it? How do you respond to that? Well, I kind of want to call Sean or I guess Groban, as you guys know, I'm a bit of a shit eater himself. Oh, he's shit. my roommate, but he he's a bit of a dick licker too. Well, is that why he's Wait, your roommate? Because yeah, of the dick licking? Dick? What's that? He lives rent free because of the dick licking, right? <laughs> uh, no. Is he good at it? Uh, uh, yes. He is good at it. What's that? <laughs> you just said yes. Any point? <laughs> Who the hell oh, is that's Matt Tonkin? I can hear you. He's a, He's a friend of Grobin's. Good shit eater. Oh. oh, shit. Now they can all hear what's happening. What adult here. contemporary vocalist do you look like? Would you say you're uh, like a Jason Mraz? I don't Mraz? know. told me yet. Are you like Jason Mraz? Would I say what? Do you look like Jason Mraz? Hell Just no. answer the damn question. Say yes. Hell no. So, well, yes. I figure everybody in Canada looks like some kind of pop singer. So who 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 do you look like? I don't know. You can uh, maybe ask Robin. He might tell you. One second. Hey, Sean, come here. Hurry up. We have an interview to do. All right. All right. 
Are you talking about me? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Groban, what, what, who, are you, who are these people you're sending to call us and ruin our show? Uh, I don't know. Is he sucking? A little bit. Majorly. He, he tells us, though, that you're the one who does the sucking. What did you say? <laughs> I'm going to put him right now on the air. Here we go. Oh, you know, fuck. All right. Yeah, I know. That's All right. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. You guys stay Canadian. Stay Canadian, guys. Thanks for nothing. That was like retarded rock'em sock'em robots. That was great. Uh, All right, let's see. It's hockey night in Canada. <laughs> Yo, you suck dick, eh? <laughs> you hoser. <laughs> Run you over with my Zamboni. Their third roommate is a moose. All right, so I think um, if uh, the stupid block talk radio thing would work, we can get Ian Christie on the line. Hello, Ian Christie. Is that you? Person on the phone. I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Thrilled. He's thrilled to be with us. Oh, I heard. I heard all about it. (laughs) Well, right now we have on the phone. What's... You know, you know what it's like in the green room around here with a bunch of uh, half-naked Canadians. <laughs> it must be difficult. I'm sorry. I'm Me, sure. Me, all serious with my notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very serious. Show. Some people get on our show with notes. Some people get on because they lick dick. That's just yeah. the way it is. I mean, know? we have two different uh, audiences. <laughs> yeah, that's like the Jack Benny show. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, uh, so what's going on down there? We didn't give you a proper intro, though. I feel I feel bad. Right now on the line, we have Ian Christie, who is uh, the owner of Bazillion Points Publishing, writer of Sound of the Beast, also a serious Glad to be here. DJ. Glad to be here. Wow. Well, thanks for calling on the show, Ian. You know, Johnny. <laughs> I've been dying to be. I've been dying for this invite since I saw you guys on cable access 10 years ago. <laughs> See, I wasn't lying. I know. I know. I remember you told yeah, us that I'm you were the uh, oldest uh, living. <laughs> Last remaining you were, fossil of uh, Metal Injection 1.0. Yeah, you're a Metal Injection junkie OG. Beta tester. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And uh, how's the weather all the way there in uh, Brooklyn, New York? <laughs> it's raining helicopters. I, I don't know what's going on, but mm. there's. I'm thinking maybe there was something going on at the United Nations. It's just across the river from me. Am I, I'm at the uh, Brazilian Points building, mm. and there's a lot of zooming going on overhead, like oh. the beginning of a Megadeth song or something. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you, you're, you were so busy, you blew us off, right? Yeah, you were going to come into the true. studio, but you have, you have things to do. What are you working on right now? Uh, well, today, a uh, Brazilian Points book went to the printer. Which one? After a lot of work by uh, me and by the author, Annick Giroux, who is a Canadian. She did the Morbid Tales fanzine for a lot of years, and she just did a cookbook. Oh. Uh, it's the first all-color Brazilian Points book, and it went to the printer today. Now, you know, why would I do, who cares about a cookbook? But it's, this is a heavy metal cookbook with recipes by... Autopsy and accept and repulsion and obituary and who from accept? Well, over a hundred people from like thirty countries. It's a pretty insane undertaking, and uh, you know, 
And normally a book just has to make sure that like the sentences end with periods, but with this <laughs> kind of had to make sure nobody would blow themselves up with the recipes. So, <laughs> so did you have to try to out sure, every recipe? Like, there was some weird shit in there. What, what were some of the recipes? What are, what are some of the title? What are some of the things people are uh, teaching? Well, other I mean, people there's, to cook? there's a lot of just, um, there's a lot, there's, some of it is totally innocuous, sweet stuff. Like, uh, well, uh, Bobby Liebling from Pentagram's mother gave a recipe wow. for some, for just like some comfort food. Uh, and then Balzac, the Jaws of Death from Guar gave some kind of um, uh, heart and sweetbreads, you know, like intestines <laughs> and hearts. I mean, there's really like Filipino soup, uh, Bangladesh curry. Uh, a really nice like uh, steak and Jack Daniels by Matt Olivo from Repulsion. It's really all over the place. Doro Pesch's uh, German chocolate cake. Oh, my God. <laughs> Richard Christie's signature cocktail, the Viking testicle. <laughs> That's pretty good. I don't touch anything with Richard Christie and cock in, it, in the title. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. When can people expect that cookbook to be in, uh, in stores? Uh, like in early, early November. Oh, cool. Good. Just in time for Christmas. Is there going to be a book release party where all this food will be offered up for free for people who let you on their podcast? Well, if there was, <laughs> you mean, is there going to be a, uh, like a bazillion point, a hell bent for cooking um, smorgasbord? Yes. I, no. Oh. <laughs> you built that up so maybe good. Next, maybe next year. Well, there is, there is going to be a big party in Montreal. Um, in December, if you have your Canadian passports in order, we do. I do. I don't know about you guys. You do have, have a Canadian a long passport, Rob? Well, I have a, a passport. I mean, no, immediately got to go back back into like the final final um, rounds of production for the Hellhammer book, which is like mm. 300 pages of photos from 82, 83, uh, just chronicling you know how death metal started, <laughs> with a lot of really. So it's just uh, humbling writing by by Tom Warrior. Oh, okay. Tom so, Gabriel, Tom Gabriel Fisher, and his uh, co-author Martin Ain. So it's mostly just photos, like a photo history of the band. It's, or? it's like a hundred photos. The thing weigh, the thing is going to weigh, I think, like five pounds. Oh. Ton, 200, 300 photos, and then a really good oral history of what happened back then, like how hard it was, you know. Here are these guys, that, like just in the outskirts of Switzerland, of uh, Zurich, Switzerland, trying to um, do something that wasn't like crocus, and they'd like audition guitarists, and the guys would like phone them up and then arrange to meet them somewhere, and then kick their ass. You know, like <laughs> they, they, some guys, they'd like need to replace some guitarists, call somebody up. Uh, the guy would call them back the next day. They're like, pretty interesting. Hey, will you come over to my town? And then they'd arrange this meeting. When the Hellhammer guys get there, they just get a beating. Oh, that's not very nice. Don't they know it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. This is the pre-hop topic days of death metal. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. So since seeing as you run like a, a book publishing company, is it similar to running like a record label pretty much? Um, I think, you know, in a really basic way, yeah, I guess. Uh, but I think the way that it works, the way that it affects people is a lot different. The, the, the way that people deal with books 
the way that people buy books, the whole, all of it's just a lot different. You know, it's not something that like it take for it takes so long to make a book that I hear people complaining about. You know, like oh, this record we slaved over it for twelve weeks. <laughs> you know, that's uh, that's that's like nothing. <laughs> Most of these books, it takes like. Uh, you know, bands come and go their entire careers and release like three. They release their two CDs and one EP and then they're gone. And in that time, a book has been like conceived and written and produced. Wow. But I think it's just got, they have like really long. If, if a book is good, it's got a really long, long shelf life. Uh, or I, at least that's what I'm, that's sort of how I feel about it. I mean, people still read my book, Sound of the Beast, and that came out in 2003 originally. Yeah, but it's still a good read because I read it like two years ago, and it was still really good. And that was lying. She doesn't read. Shut up. Yes, I do. She only reads in Hebrew. (laughs) I cannot read in Hebrew. (laughs) Why not? But anyway, I was going to ask you a question, Ian, about Sound of the Beast. Um, I was just curious to find out like how you accumulated like all the information for it and because like throughout the book there's like quotes from people, there's excerpts from magazines from like years ago. So I was just wondering, like, did you collect everything knowing that you were gonna write a book or is it just research? Uh, I I guess I kinda had a lot of stuff anyway. But I tracked down a lot of people and I think I probably wrote that book like at the very last minute that the internet didn't make everything incredibly easy. Mm. Uh, it was still, I still had it on my side and I could, you know, very slowly download things on a, uh, but dial up modem. Cause it was, you know, it was fucking like 99, 2000. Um, now, now it's a lot easier. Everybody's come back from the dead, but yeah. you know, I just would say, Hey, I want to get in touch with so-and-so from Hyrax. Where is that guy now? And somebody said, ah, you know, I heard he's working at a record store in Long Beach. I kind of had to track down some people, but um, that's it. You know, combination of phone calls, my piles of magazines, other people's piles of magazines, a couple of trips to the New York Public Library. (laughs) Cool. And And, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's all out there. There's a lot of documentation. I said, you know, the thing that I've said like a thousand times uh, it's uh, for for metal because there's not a lot of it doesn't like exist as much it exists a lot on the written page mm-hmm. it always has because it doesn't exist that much in radio and that much on TV right right you know nowadays there's you guys and all the old shit surfacing on YouTube but um that's new. That's really new. And all the magazines have died. So <laughs> maybe now. Everything's on the web. There are webzines and web video podcast outlets called it's, Metal Injection. It's starting to get, uh, like, maybe the Internet's getting a little bit um, more advanced, but uh, people still pretty much read. You know, I still feel like probably the strongest way that people get information is like in the comment sections of blogs. <laughs> yeah. It's very true. The comment section of Blabbermouth or Metal Sucks or whatever. But even that, like even like YouTube videos. Like yeah. If you look yeah. for old school bands and stuff, people in the comments. This rules! 
What's, what album is this from? Chuck the info. It's, it's from <laughs> fucking Corpse of the Grave Robbers, noob ass dick. Yeah. Pwned. Or pwned. So uh, people in the chat room are asking, like, what are some other metal books that you uh, would recommend people to for people to read? He's checking his fax machine. Getting a little echo. Uh, I think we need to hang up on Ian, and he might need to <laughs> might need to call back because he's getting a fax. He's probably getting his book. Who gets faxes anymore? This guy. Hey, we're going to take a quick music break. Uh, we'll play one or two songs that uh, Ian Christie picked, and then we'll hopefully come back with Ian Christie. Hey queers, are you ready to shit blood out of your ears? Because it's the Metal Injection Livecast.
right now. All right, we're back on the live cast. We're going to try to get Ian Christie back on the line, see if the echo persists. I'm here. All right. right. Much better. Yeah. Sweet. So, uh, oh, there's a. Okay. So, did you just get a fax, an important fax that got us disconnected or something? What's going on there? You know, that's possible. Hmm. So your faxes are more important than the live cast? Is that what I'm getting here? No, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> there was a screaming. I'm getting an echo now. Well, that's fine because we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're more important. Well, so cool. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, so before uh, we lost the connection, the question was asked that uh, if you could recommend any books about metal. Yeah, to- well, book three, uh, uh, Choosing Death by Albert Modrin, Swedish Death Metal by... Daniel Ekeroth. Um, there's a more obscure book called The uh, Encyclopedia of the New Wave of British Heavy Metal. It's like 1,200 pages or something like that. And uh, that's, that's just an amazing document of the early 80s in, in Britain. You know, like three pages on Praying Mantis and 20 pages on Iron Maiden or whatever, but like just thousands and thousands of bands. Yeah. Sounds good. It's amazing. You know, it, it's cool. I guess, like, if you get into metal and you get into different eras of it and you're into, like, two or three bands from any given era, you guys just got to realize there are, like, thousands of other bands that nobody's ever heard of that right. were just as big or maybe just as good at the time, you know? Yeah. This is true. What is like, your favorite era of metal? Uh, it changes all the time, but right now I've been listening to early 90s death metal. Like, uh, well, actually kind of like progressive thrash from the early 90s, like um, Coroner and Anacrusis and Pestilence. And then uh, the death metal stuff going on at that time, like Obituary and Death, which That's I wasn't cool. into at the time, I got to say. What did you listen to? I've been then? into the, by then I'd already been into those bands as demo bands for a long time, and I was just kind of sick of it. Uh, I kind of like sat out those couple of years, but and then got back into like black metal and stuff, which was starting to happen then. You know, Emperor, Into the Night Side Eclipse, Immortal, Blizzard Beast. I mean, uh, Battles in the North. So but you- all of that stuff. You know, but for me, it changes all the time because I do my radio show on, on Sirius and that means like every week I have to kind of like get heavily into one thing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm working on all these books, right? So I've got like Hanoi Rocks on the brain and, and that's uh, far from... Death Metal on the brain and then Hellhammer <laughs> on the brain. It's, it's not bad. <laughs> what is that book that you're working on um, about like Swedish movies or that you're publishing yeah, that's by the Swedish death metal author Daniel Ekeroth. He uh, had—he's also like a major, major film co- collector. Like when At the Gates came back last summer, uh, Daniel was here, and he's—he's he's really good friends with uh, with all of those guys, of course, but especially Anders uh, Bjorler. And he's—they're like talking and talking and talking in Swedish for you know 20 minutes about God knows what, you know. And then uh, he's like, oh, yeah, we were just talking about rare videos. 
Uh, there's a million. There are millions of really crazy low-budget movies that came out of Sweden. Some of them are some of the first like nudity movies. I think Sweden's credited with the first breast ever. And yes. This, this is just like a small book. <laughs> One first single breast. breast? On, first breast on the mainstream film, anyway. Oh. First, first like uh, frontal nudity. And they just kept cranking them out like this permissive culture, and they made a lot of super sleazy movies, and also a lot of like comedies, and there are Swedish westerns, and uh, there's a really like, super infamous movie called They Call Her One Eye, also called, called Thriller, <laughs> starring uh, Christina Lindbergh, and that is kind of the uh, pattern, like the Kill Bill movies are kind of based on that. The whole thing with her wearing with Uma Thurman wearing an eye patch or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I think I actually uh, read an interview where uh, Quentin Tarantino specifically mentioned that movie as a big influence on that. There's a big in, there's a big interview with Christina in the in the book and tons of uh, archival movie posters and, and photos and stuff. There's a lot of sleazy sex films, but then also a lot of gratuitous violence, and then just just a lot of weird little things about about Sweden that I think. As a non-Swede, I think they're interesting. Like this whole phenomenon about kickers in the eighties, like when Karate Kid came out, all the all the kind of asshole jocks in Sweden got into being like the asshole jocks in Karate Kid. Like, who <laughs> the fuck sees Karate Kid and thinks I want to be like the bad guys? But well, they did like, get to wear those cute. cool skeleton costumes in that one scene. Yeah. <laughs> that was the that was Cobra Kai, awesome. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean they had they had a cool name too, the Cobra Kai. I mean, yeah. that's sweep the leg, Johnny. <laughs> wait, so, so wait, what like, was the uh, book like again? The, the death metal guys were trying to get their shit off the ground, like all these bands, like Nihilist and Unleashed and Grave. And every time they'd have a show, these fucking kickers would show up and start like kicking everything. <laughs> oh and, man! You know, you'll hear Swedish bands talk about it all the time, but it probably just goes right through, right over your head because who the hell knows what a kicker is, but. All these guys, are, these guys are like are seriously still complaining about it. Like uh, Michael from Opeth, like, oh, kickers, stay away from me. Don't like them. It's like the uh, the moshcore kids at metal shows here that just jump in the crowd and just punch people randomly. I would have a little more respect for them if they dressed up like the Cobra Kai, though. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, be cool. So, there's this sorry. movie called. Well, there's a film called Stockholm's Knot. Stockholm Nights, and it's about a bunch of kickers who learn that um, rapping and breakdancing is the way to go, quick kicking all the time. They'll never get anywhere with all this kicking. But the, this movie was bankrolled by the government, and they showed it in every junior high, and it created like a plague of kickers. Oh, no. So that's, that's one of the things that's in the Swedish Sensations film book. And what a lot is of talk about all the misguided... Like Sweden, the government's always interfering with everything. Like they tried to ban VCRs. To try, you know, keep well, out they could do that now. Chainsaw Massacre. It just made every kid heavily into horror movies. Mm. Pure comp. Social engineering at its best. <laughs> That's awesome. So wait, what was the name of the book again? It's called uh, Swedish Sensations Films. All right. It's a, a Sensations film, it's kind of like, you know, Italy has Giallo, uh, really like low-budget, super bloody crime and horror movies. And... Sweden just has these sensation movies. They're exploitation movies about kickers or Vikings. There are, <laughs> there are a bunch of different movies with Vikings, drunken Vikings doing Swedish things. And 
a lot of a lot of movies with naked girls. Oh well, sounds works for good. Me. Sounds good. Well, I think we're gonna have to. Uh, sorry. If you're gonna be known for something, it's not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think we actually have a caller on the line, 217. Perhaps uh, someone that wants to ask Ian Christie a question. Angry Swede. 217, <laughs> you're on the you're on this hotline. Hello. Hello. Uh, uh, I had a question for Ian. Hi. Uh, is it true that you were up Sound of the Beast? Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. He hung, he hung up. Wow. That, that was his question. <laughs> You did really well on that, though. You totally I were nervous. <laughs> he had me for a minute. <laughs> he totally, he totally had, had you in a corner, but you uh, spoke your way out he of that. Quickly maneuvered my way out of that with some fast talking. Okay, we we actually have a second caller on the line. Let's see. Uh, do you have a question for Ian, caller? Oh uh, yeah, I have a question for Ian. Yeah. Uh, is it true your name is Ian? <laughs> <laughs> this is a killer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Wow. That was me, Ian. I was just kidding. I was joking around. Thank you so much. This is some softball. Out of all the questions that they could have asked, yes. My that. puny little brain can handle that. If you have a question for Ian Christie, 646-929-1357. want to take any of the questions from the chatty? Um, let's see what we got here. There's one guy asking a question 83 times over and over. Yeah, let's know. ignore that one. Okay. <laughs> Just out of spite. Just out of spite because it's 83 times over. <laughs> no, no questions. We frown upon people who really want to know things. We only like people yeah. that sort of want to know things. <laughs> I don't know if you could answer this or whatever. Don't. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, the question. Maybe I did. Maybe I wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> we have 217 on the line. Two one seven, two one seven. Hello. I have another question. Okay. I have another question. Yes. Is the tree is the tree of a show on liquid metal? That's true. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That two one seven is a really try to get some uh, some deep answers. Ian, that wasn't me. By the no, way, no, where is two one seven? Two one seven is Springfield, Illinois. Oh, I looked it up. Oh, really? Clearly, there's nothing. <laughs> Yeah. It's, you know, Springfield, Illinois. What's going on there? Does he know Zach Beats, that guy? I wonder, was that I think, Zach Beats? I think he called in last week and we asked him that and he said no. Well, maybe in the last Abe week Lincoln. he's met him. It's possible. The ghost of Abe Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're going uh, to move on. I think we're over you, Ian Christie. We're done with you. Wait, wait. Why don't you talk about some of the music choices that you chose for our show today? Yeah. And tell us right. why you well, chose them. I was gonna say we we're gonna go. I was gonna segue to that. Well, but I said after you better. said you were done with yeah. it. <laughs> I was gonna uh, well, go. You know, we're done with you, Ian Christie. But now we're gonna play some music that you picked. So we're why done. Did... We're dragging you back just when they thought you were done. Well, it's like uh, it's like in uh, concerts. It's like an encore. We wanted the Richard, uh, the Ian Christie, not the Richard Christie <laughs> encore. I'm out of my mind. But anyway, you picked some. Uh, well, okay, What ha- during the great feedback and echo explosion of 2009, <laughs> what got played? We played Abnormally Deceased by Entombed. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that's, you know, Entombed, the greatest Swedish death metal band. Um, the only Swedish death metal band ever to be signed to Sony Records. 
uh, in an ill-fated attempt to kind of like cash in on the success of the metal underground. You know, it worked for Metallica, so Sony signed up a deal. Sony Columbia signed that deal with Eric in the early 90s and tried to make Carcass, Napalm Death, and Sweden's Entombed into the next Metallica, and it did not work, hmm. by the way. <laughs> Lucky for those bands. <laughs> We're not playing Metallica on the show. Uh, we play that, and then so you have Hanoi Rocks. Yeah, Henry Rock, that band, you know, um, Bazillion Points just put out the autobiography of Andy McCoy, who is a real character. I mean, this guy is kind of like, well, they say he's like, everyone says he's the finished Keith Richards, but Keith Richards, he had that accident a couple of years ago where he fell out of a coconut tree. Yes. The per- <laughs> like, the perfect way to compare Andy McCoy is that he fell out of a fourth-story balcony. What? Completely, like, mess himself up, but, you know, he bounced back from that completely. Henry Rocks were just, like, the prettiest and uh, best hard rock band of the early 80s. And they would have they would have become Guns N' Roses and would have taken over, except their drummer was killed in that car, famous car crash with Vince Neil from Molly Crew. And uh, it, took, it devastated that band. And, of course, every L.A. band then stopped trying to be Van Halen and started trying to be Hanoi Rocks. And that's... Oh. So you learned something not what, that's, that's not what the book's about, but the, the, that's just to try and, like, lay it out. What um, it, It's weird. Hanoi Rocks is like people that know about them just completely worship them, hold them up there with the Ramones and the New York Dolls. And then they haven't... And then they're just kind of like... Uh, there's a lot of, like, secretive mist their stuff isn't like easily available. Axl Rose did reissue it all in the nineties, but hmm. it's not like so easy to come by. Uh, I believe one of the dudes from the band used to work at a record store I frequented. He worked at a record store? Yeah, Venus Records on St. Mark's. It's closed now, but I believe the guy's yep. name was Sammy Yaffa, right? Yeah, Sammy Yaffa, of course. He, he worked he worked at Great. Venus Records. He plays in the New York like he plays in the New York Dolls now. He does? Yep. Oh wow. I had no Since idea. Since they came back, been on like the last two Dolls records. That's pretty awesome. And I mean, then, what are you going to do? If you're the New York Dolls and you need a replacement. Yeah, I guess. That's the best place to go. Then we also got Nano War, which we sampled. Nano War. That's for Noah. Oh, thank <laughs> you. That's some. Uh, that's some. Hot, that's just. Uh, that's, an, that's an Italian band that sings a lot of songs about blood and steel. Perfect. Very nice. They're mighty. I, I like their logic, too. They have a firm grasp on what it takes to slay a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Dragon Lord. Oh. Dragon Lord? Mm, yes. I don't know where the hell you got no, that. I think oh, it's wait, that was Noah. That was Noah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who the oh, fuck is way. that? Well, you also had a convert song. You also we, had a convert song, but we played that that song a few weeks we ago. We stumped Ian Christie with an obscure Noah band. <laughs> well, you're going to have to listen for that, then, Ian. But, uh, Ian, thank you so much for calling in and taking a, a few minutes out of your very busy schedule of book publishing and knowing everything about metal and such. To, uh, <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> I gotta go. In fact, now I have to stay up late and write an essay about ACDC. All of ACDC's live albums. For oh. a coffee table book that's coming out pretty soon. Very I exciting. I guess it's coming out once I finish the 
<laughs> writing a few pages. So we're holding up the writing of this book. I like that. Yes. <laughs> that's all right. All right, cool. Well, thanks again, and uh, make sure to check out Ian's uh, books publishing. I can't say that correctly. Website? The publishing website. It's bazillionpoints.com. <laughs> a book publishing, let alone read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, you know, all the books well, that he's as published. As, you're, uh, as, soon as, as soon as you come up with some harder questions, <laughs> yeah. uh, let me know, and I'll be glad to call back or come in. All right, we're going to have to get some more intelligence. The next, the next death or no death he's playing. Yes. Yeah, there we go. He's going to kill us all. All right, thanks again, Ian. And uh, Once again, sure. check out his website, bazillionpoints.com. And here is some music that Ian picked out. We're going to start with Hanoi Rocks, then go into Nano War. Then we're going to play Noah's band, Bro, Dragon Lord. Fake. <laughs> oh, no, it's real no, shit. It's real. It's I real. lost. Damn. On the Metal Injection Livecast.
kill the dragon, you need the sword to make the sword. You need the iron to make the iron. You need the cave to make the cave. You need the mountain to make the mountain. You need the kingdom to make the kingdom. You need the king. And king is a song of Nano.
Hello all you pimps and pimpettes. It's time to put the sizzle in your nizzle with the Metal Injection live cast. Word up. What the fuck did I just say? All right, we're back on the Metal Injection live cast. We had Tim from As I Lay Dying on the phone, but seems like he just got disconnected. Perhaps he was over the show. He wasn't into it. He didn't hmm. like that last song we were playing, you think? Yeah, he was just not into the despised icon. He wanted some more Dragon Lord. And, well, uh, I can't blame him. He a- actually, he heard that a kid might call up and be like, is it true your name is Tim? <laughs> Thank you. So he was like, I can't deal with those kind of questions. It's too hard hitting. It's bigger than that. Too hard hitting. Yeah, we ain't Larry King around here. Hello. <laughs> All right. That's, a, that's my Larry King impression. Canada, you're on the air. And then I fall over and die. Because <laughs> that's what he would do. If he were human. Oh, I think I'm getting a call from him on my personal cell phone. So oh, put that to the microphone. How lucky for you. You know, Rob, while we were in the break, uh, gets another call from his drug dealer. He had to come back for seconds. <laughs> so he, Unbelievable. So he comes back up and he goes, uh, we, where'd you go? Didn't you go down and get weed before? And he goes, he didn't bring enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all you got, motherfucker. He brings another fucking like vat of weed in here. He also took away our sour cream chips. Yeah, that sour was cream and onion up. chips. You can't, you can't, uh, oh, sorry. You can't Turn do that on the air. But uh, anyway, I think we have him back on the line. Uh, you think? Perhaps. Hello? Is anybody there? Tim, is that you? Hello? Ah! I think we got it. This is, this is Bill O'Reilly. This is Bill As O'Reilly. This is not Tim. You're doing, what you're doing is destroying this country. <laughs> Oh, what do you All mean, these drugs really? and sodomy. Well, sodomy? Where did the sodomy come from? Yes. <laughs> Rob. Oh, well, yeah, true. <laughs> I figures. Is that all, Bill? I disagree when I get on Facebook. <laughs> all right. Is, uh, else for us <laughs> all right, Bill, uh, we're going to have to cut you off because uh, we have Tim from Azalea dying on the phone. Uh, Tim, are you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm right here. Yes. Yeah, good, it works. Finally, we have Tim on the line from Azalea Dying and Austrian Death Machine. Austrian Death Machine, of course, just put out the double CD, Double Brutal. Came out yesterday. Yeah. And uh, you're celebrating by calling up the live cast. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. Are you excited? Is there always like a sigh of relief when the album finally comes out? Yeah, it's weird because, you know, most bands record a CD and then they, it sits there for three months while it goes to manufacturing and they get everything together. And so it's like, you know, that that whole waiting period is, is kind of a weird experience. You know, I, I wish that it was, uh, you know, I, I wish that, like, we immediately released the CD and next thing you know, we're on tour playing songs and everybody already knows them. You know, that would be great. Right. But, uh, yeah, like, you got you were on tour with Azalea Dying in the spring, like as late as like April or May, and then you just, as soon as you got off tour, right, you just like quickly went in and recorded this and everything. Did you have everything written already before you went? Yeah, yeah. I, I wrote most of it while I was on tour in, in the spring and then uh, recorded a bunch of the ideas just on my laptop on, on tour and got home and I owned my own studio. So as soon as I got home, I I just, uh, whoever was in there, you know, recording, I, I kicked them out and, and did my own stuff and, and then the record was done. Nice, nice. Now, you know, like, uh, a lot of people were surprised that uh, 
there was even a second Austrian Death Machine album, let alone a double album. Now I know that yeah. uh, <laughs> I know that uh, one of the albums is just like a cover album, right? That's that was the idea. Yeah, it's all cover songs related to Arnold movies. Oh, really? There's a there's a theme to them. It's all the cover songs. Yeah, well, I mean, like take for instance, like uh, Misfits. Uh, I turned into a Martian. You know, it's like perfectly fits Total Recall when when Arnold actually is a Martian, and uh, you know, or Metallica's Trapped Under Ice is like when when Arnold's Mister Freeze and Batman and Robin. So they all sort of have a theme oh. that ties in. The Donald's great moments. Oh, I see. I see. Now, uh, are you? Pre- I mean, like you have some great song titles here uh, for this new record. My favorite Arnold quote is one of your song titles, which is "Come on, Cohagen, give these people air." <laughs> <laughs> That's, <pretty laughs> That's from my favorite movie. I, I love Total Recall. I, um, you know, but p- part of the reason I, I uh, you know, I, I want to do the originals, which which obviously related to Arnold quotes. But I wanted to make it a double disc to, to show people that, you know, this isn't just kind of this this passing uh, idea that I had through my head. It's actually a real band, and and uh, you know, while while it may have sort of been a win when it got started, uh, I, I think it's got you know real potential to uh, c- you continue putting out albums, not only one album per year, but but a double disc even. I feel that uh, Total Recall has the best Arnold quotes of yeah, any movie. That's pretty. Keeping I think cop. F- I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess that's close true. second, though. <laughs> but uh, Total Recall is my favorite Arnold movie. I would say mm-hmm. I can't think of one. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, that's just the most awesome movie because it's made for Arnold. It's like just over the top. It's just about you know killing and 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 running around blowing yeah. things up. Well, my my absolute favorite Arnold moment is when he uh, the very end of Total Recall he gets spit out onto Mars uh, without the extra atmosphere and he's he's about to explode oh, and his eyes are pop, popping out of his head <laughs> yes you know i just watched that movie recently like a few months ago and i i'm really surprised that like other than that and like you know the the three-breasted woman it really holds up like effects wise like it it's it was really like ahead of its time as a well, movie what do like, you mean by effects with the three i thought that was an actual three-breasted woman <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was but it wasn't a real midget <laughs> well all right that, that's fine <laughs> yeah that's fine um, no, it's pretty awesome. Well, one thing that doesn't make sense in that movie, though, is that his eye, he bugs out. His eye, the other guy, the evil guy, goes out first, and he dies. His eyes yeah. bug out. He dies. But the two of them go out, and their eyes bug out, and their face distorts, and then everything goes back to normal, and their eyes just pop back in. Like, why aren't they, oh, yeah, yeah. Why aren't they mutated? Maybe because they're from Mars, and the other guy was from Earth? They're not, though. Oh, no. Whatever. All right. I didn't mean to get too in-depth there. Sorry. <laughs> Whoa, man. That's more, you just put more thought into it than the people who yeah. made it. Awesome. So, Tim, I've got a question for you. Um, now, I know the, the name of the band is Austrian Death Machine, right? Did, were you aware yeah. that there was another band before that with that name? I believe Darren has an audio from one of their tracks right yeah, now. Here it is. Really? The same name? This is Austrian Death Machine. They're, the original Austrian Death Machine was Adolf Hitler. That's yeah, the that's joke. True. That's all. Their 1932 well, think, album. Here it is. Yeah, I think if you uh, if you remove the imagery and, and the album cover, you, the name could definitely be taken in the wrong context. Yeah, that's you know, what I'm so saying. That's you why, might, you, you, when you I, go I, on tour with I this band. I pretty big and obvious with, with the Arnold imagery. You know, he's, he's right there on the cover, so I don't think... Anybody well, some kids just download illegally. I'm and just saying, those kids. Yeah, when you guys do a tour, make sure none of the people in your band have shaved heads. Yeah. <laughs> 
Don't give off that yeah, impression. Yeah, yeah. And make sure <laughs> a screwdriver that, doesn't like, open. Little, yeah, no thin mustaches or anything like that. <laughs> you know, when I when I get out of the shower and shave, I always shave into a Hitler mustache before just I finish. Just for comedy? Yeah, just to see what it looks like. Have you like. ever taken a picture? I should, right? I'll do that next week. Very good. <laughs> no, you won't. Noah, will you do the same thing? Okay, we, have, we actually have another caller on the line. Perhaps with a question. Uh, perhaps with a question for Tim. Is your name Tim? 217, you're on the line. Hello, are you there? Uh, hello, hello uh, Tim, I had a question for you. Yeah. Uh, is it true you play music? Yeah, of course I do. Okay, thank you. All right, great. <laughs> Man, this 217 caller. I don't know who that kid is, but I love him. Oh, I just keeps fucked it up. The hard, quick, hard hitting questions. I'm sorry, caller. I fucked yeah. up your joke. But uh, <laughs> but if you want to ask him a serious question, you can give us a call. Our number is 646 929 1357. And uh, we'll be on the phone with Tim. Now, Tim, I heard that uh, your, your other band, As I Lay Dying, you guys are uh, writing right now or. Heading into the studio. Yeah, we're we're uh, yeah we're going to the studio in a, a few weeks to uh, to record. I mean, at this point, you know, we don't have the entire album written, so we're just going to record everything we've got and uh, finish it up later. But yeah, we're about uh, we're, we're over halfway done with our next album. Oh wow! So you you have a quick turnaround rate in terms of uh, I guess well, since you have your own studio, right? It helps out. Yeah, well, it's a quick turnaround rate if you put both bands together, but if you just Isolated down to absolutely dying. It's uh, uh, I guess it's been a little over two years since we last uh, released a record. So I know there's a lot of people, you know, wondering when we're gonna do something new. Right. But so, have you been writing these two years, or like when did you guys start writing? No, um, it's weird because with with absolutely dying, we uh, we write more collectively and we kind of do the traditional band thing where all five of us have to be there and jam it out, and so. We can't write on tour, uh, and we, we really didn't get a chance to start writing until a couple months ago when we got home, nice. and uh, we've been home ever since. Cool. And uh, Sorry, was... Rob's checking his cell phone while we're doing a show. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the thing is, I'm multitasking here. You have enough weed already. I'll do an interview, will you? Come on, come on. Let's, let's not bring that into this. But... Uh, there, there, there are a lot of uh, great releases coming out right now. Have you been listening to any of the uh, new metal that's been uh, coming out recently? It depends if you mean new metal or new metal. No, no, no. <laughs> the metal, which happens to be new and just released. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I actually, I have a, you know, I, I have, I have a few uh, CDs I need to catch up on. I, I I'm, I'm still at that point where. Um, you know, I've been sort of locked in songwriting mode for so long that I haven't listened to anything new. Oh. So have you have you been listening to any music at all? Or it's just like whatever you're uh, working on? You just uh, try yeah, I listen music. to whatever I'm working on. And then usually um, when, I'm, when I'm hanging out, uh, you know, in more of a casual situation, it, it's hard to find uh, people that want to just like sit around and talk and listen to like brutal death metal, you know, so... <laughs> So it's, it's, it, most of the, the tunes I've been listening to haven't been really by my choice. Uh, what have you been forced to listen to? Uh, let me think here. Uh, what are some of those? There's a, there's a lot of those the bands that all kind of sound the same to me. There's, um, and I know uh, I'm trying to think. There's like the Fray or the the something or you know a lot of those are like radio rock bands. I've been 
subjected to a lot lately just because, uh, you know, those more social environments where where people don't want to listen to blast beats and, uh, and growling vocals all the time, you know? Losers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's their imagination? Right. I have a question. Uh, going back to Austrian Death Machine, um, you got some, like, guest guitarists like Jason Sukoff and Rusty Cooley. How did you um, get those guys to work with you on that? Uh, well, most of the guys that did Souls in the New CD were friends of mine that I just met through touring or through, you know, being a, being a musician, full-time musician for the last you know, 10 years or so. But uh, Rusty Cooley is an interesting story because he actually um, was the guitar teacher for one of my other friends, Chris Story. Who, uh, who does a solo as well, but um, Chris is an amazing guitar player, and, and when he told me he was taking lessons from Rusty, I was like, okay, well, if you're, if you're this amazing and this guy Rusty's got to be, you know, he's got to be the guy of this world. And, I mean, in my opinion, he hangs with all those guys like Joe Satriani and Steve Vai and all that, you know, but uh, a lot of these guys, you know, these solo players, they don't have, um, you know, they don't have full bands that, that they play with all the time, and so they're just really talented guys, I think, that need more exposure. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. Um, I think we have another caller on the line for you. All right, we have another caller on the line with a question for Tim. We have two callers. Okay, I'm waiting for a deep question. All right, let's All take. right. Uh, caller, the first caller, you're on the line with Tim. Uh, what's your question? Hello. Yes. Okay. Hello. Uh, Tim, is it uh, true you were born November 21st, 1980? <laughs> that is true. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Amazing journalism. Wow, this guy is the Wikipedia bandit strikes again. See, you didn't know what Dan Rather was doing after he got fired, but now you know. He's on All right, we have a second yeah. caller, hopefully a serious question. 512. Uh, 512, you're on the air with Tim from As of the Dying and Austrian Death Machine. What is your question? Okay, this is a serious question. That other stuff is getting really dull, if you ask me. Okay. But, uh, Tim, uh, I'm a big fan of yours. And Thank I just you. wanted to ask, uh, when are you going to put out the new Esley Dying, or is there, you know, you guys writing that right now, or you guys got to write some new stuff next yeah. year? Dude. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're about halfway done writing, and I think uh, if I had to make my best guess, the new album will be out in March, but uh, that means we'll probably finish recording it before the end of the year. Oh, cool. So, yeah, also, uh, I didn't know that you, uh, I thought you just did vocals, but you also uh, write some stuff to guitar and drums, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely very involved with the songwriting and uh, learned my uh, my studio tricks over the years, so I can pretty much tackle any, any any instrument when it comes down to you know recording. Yeah, you also produce for other other bands too, right? Yes. Which which are they? Are they were they uh, Born of Osiris? Did you do that one too? No, I didn't do that record. Um, we actually uh, we've, we've played with those guys a few times, but um, I mean. Most of my, my producing resume just kind of comes down to um, when I have some time between tours, and it's uh, it's I'm not I'm not a typical producer who's that, that's my full time job. So um, I've probably only done you know a handful of bands. Uh, I've done uh, a couple Sworn Enemy records, and uh, there's a band called War of Ages. And there, there, in my studio, we've done you know maybe ten or twenty bands, but um, but like I said, I try to do it whenever I'm not on tour. Oh, cool. So uh, you you don't you don't just write for Austrian Death Machine. You also do it for Athlete Dying as well, right? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's why. I had. All right. Thanks. Thanks for All calling right. in, 512. Yeah, he had his own little side interview there. It's like we, yeah. weren't, even, it's like we weren't even in the room. <laughs> Sid wanted to go take a shit during that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, you can call in and ask him a question. Uh, 646-929-1357. Now, uh, Tim, you played the uh, New England Metal Fest. And uh, uh, one thing that, you know, we always uh, bring up about this year's fest was it uh, was on the same day as uh, a Grateful Dead concert or The Dead and uh, were, were you yeah. were you there that day? Yeah, I was there. And actually, uh, Municipal Waste—they were on tour with us at the time, and they, uh, as a sort of a tribute, they all wore like their Hawaiian-looking shirts during their set. Yeah. And they they kind of played stupid, like they didn't know where they were. They thought they were at the Grateful Dead concert, and they were wondering why everybody was acting so violent. <laughs> yeah, they were. Pretty... Did you have any experience with the hippies? Any uh, one-on-ones? Uh, no. I mean. I... You know, I, I didn't really have, I mean, besides the, uh, you know, the, the unique smells that were, were coming my way, I didn't really get any, like, personal attention from them. All right. Well, <laughs> there we go. We have one last caller on the line with one final question. Probably uh, a very predictable question. Let's, uh, let's get him on the line one last time. Uh, 217, what is your question? Uh, well, um, I was curious. Is it true you were born in Scottsdale, Arizona? And moved to uh, San Diego when you were seven. That is true. You are a very good Wikipedia okay, researcher. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just read his whole Wikipedia page for an hour. All right. No, I think that's that's enough of two one seven. Uh, and Tim, thank you for uh, taking a few minutes and if you're uh, yeah, thank you guys too. to give us a call. Make sure to pick up the new Austrian Death Machine CD, Double Brutal. And uh, New Eyes of the Dying, when can people expect that? When's the like, tentative March, release date? March, March, right. Sorry, I'm doing like 50 March, things. Yep. I can't listen to my own show. All right, we want to play one of these, uh, one of the, if you don't mind, we want to play one of the covers on Double Brutal. Sure. Uh, which good. which one would you like for us to play? Ooh, that's a tough call. Uh, you know, Metallica's Trapped Under Ice is pretty lyrically perfect for... Uh, Mr. Freeze and Batman and Robin, so I'd go with that one. All right, we're going to play that right now on the live cast. And once again, Tim, thanks for calling. Make sure to pick up his CD. And we'll be back after this short music break.
Hello and welcome to the Chuck Blandington Podcast. That's right. I've got the metal injection guys locked up in my basement, and they won't be bothering us anymore. It's my time now. Um, what was that? What, Chuck? I mean, chill out, buddy. We're live from uh, Chuck's basement. <laughs> welcome back to the Metal Injection Livecast. We're in the last 25 minutes and we're joined by a friend of ours on the show. Marty is here. Marty, Hi, say Marty. hello. Greetings, There's a microphone. Noah. I don't hear Marty. Uh-oh. Yeah, turn up his mic, Marty. Noah. Um, maybe he needs to turn it on. Oh. <laughs> well, welcome to... Yeah. Hello. Hello. There we go. Oh, okay. It's Hello. just very low. In case you don't know Marty, he's uh, made, he's like a character actor. In I am three <laughs> inches tall. <laughs> He's on a tiny chair right now. Oh, there are chairs. He's in uh, various and sundry uh, metal injection clips. Like yes. he was the grandmother that hits uh, the kid with a frying pan in the metal injection uh, intervention. Oh, Moscow Metal Minute. He was Cody what? Melancholy in right. Metal Idol. <laughs> Fantastic yeah. performance. And also a terrific artist who has a book Do we out. Share? Is that better? Yeah, we share. We share you sh- I'm giving you a plug and you're talking over me. I'm sorry. Terrible me person. Me He's very humble. All right. Well, I'll give the plug at the end of the show, but it's a good book and he's a good artist. Oh, well, oh, so he just comes on for plugs. Anyway, we have a call from someone <laughs> more important. Oh. 585, you're on the Zach Beats hotline. Hello. Oh, that's my fault. I'm Hello? Sorry. How about now? Ah. <laughs> Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Is this Ginger? Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> this is Ginger. Uh, hold on one second. Hold on one second. I think we have a question for you, Ginger. I think there's a caller calling in with a question Wait, for you. 217, do you have a question? Yes. I had a question for Marty. Uh-huh. Yes, go on. <clears throat> yes, go on. How are you doing? Uh, that's a difficult question. Let me think about that for a second. <laughs> it's not good to have dead air. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking, huh? Yeah, yeah I'm doing very well. Thank you. Okay, it? thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot, 217. <laughs> Love that kid. Five wow, eight. if he had Wikipedia on him, then he might have had some material. Yeah, Marty, why don't you have a Wikipedia page that he could look up? Make one. I don't know. I guess I'm not entertaining or famous enough. Oh. Deal with it. I need to start a fan club. <laughs> Ginger, would you join the Martin Boxar fan club? He didn't give you permission to give him I guess. Name. I don't oh. know who it is. We it's just told guy. you who it was. Yeah, we just told you he's an awesome artist. Friends of Metal Injection, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. we're one big family here. I'm the uncle that gets a little too touchy-feely. The creepy one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, somebody said don't let Sid phone rape you. What the fuck? Yeah, but that someone is named Sid's furry love child with Noah, so do you really want to take their word for anything? Come yes. On. <laughs> kind of people are these? Whatever happened to all the Noah names? Now they're all Sid names. Ginger, why Why the yellow? You, you, sound like, you, sound, you sound like my mother. I think you're talking way too close to the phone. <laughs> Just pull the phone away from you a little bit. I know bit. this is a very exciting I know, occasion. I know. You're pumped. Is this better? To chill out. Yeah, it's a little better. Is, is Ginger a 13-year-old boy or an actual girl? No, Ginger's a 27-year-old a, a woman, girl. right? Sid, are you aroused right now? Yeah. I think you have to prove that. Mentally, not physically. <laughs> Sid, show her how you show her how you sweet talk broads, broads in real life. I, it's hard to do without pills. 
<laughs> so I'm not, it's hard. Ginger, you got to take Seriously, some roofies on your own. Can you talking? you have any Vicodin where you are? Interactive radio. <laughs> no. Could you maybe bang your head against the wall a couple of times <laughs> just so you're a little dizzy? That's, get in the mood. Get going. <laughs> so we don't hear anything. Are you banging your head? <laughs> yeah, is that- I think she's out. Nice. This is hot, I gotta say. It's when I do my best work. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Get so, those. Ginger, what'd you think of the show so far? Have you been thoroughly entertained? Uh, no. I don't know. It felt like a long show. There's some guy talking about books. Yeah. And then there's some anti dying guy. We didn't ask you for a summary. We just <laughs> yeah. asked you, uh,. Yeah, books are stupid. Do you read books, Ginger? You're in college. Shouldn't you be reading books all the time? She goes to McDonald's College. Oh, Clown University? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I read, I, I read books with pictures. With pictures. Well, he said he's putting out a picture book. Yeah, soon, about so. Hellhammer and Celtic. <laughs> yeah, so you're totally set. I'm totally what? You're totally set. You totally have a set. Ah. Uh, you're in. I think we have a caller. Oh, we have we have another caller on the line. Let's get him on the phone. Hi. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Two one seven. You are on the line. Uh, hold on one second. Two one seven. Now you're on the air. Hello. Yes. Uh, I, I had a question for Marty. Uh huh. Y- yes. Uh, is a tree like to paint? I do not like to paint. I like to um, actually. <laughs> Trick question. Ah, you got me. Yeah, I paint. Oh, oh you. <laughs> you can't fool two one seven. His new name is Wiki. Yeah, <laughs> the research has or, begun. Or the Googler. <laughs> the Googler. The Googler. Yeah, I like the Googler. <laughs> That's a good one. The Googler. We have the Googler on the line. <laughs> I like that. that hope, I've been accused that... of not being me. What's that, Ginger? I'm accused of not being Ginger. Earl says, ask if she's the real ginger. But you're a girl, so what the hell's the difference? <laughs> hey. Ginger's just the generic girl listener name now. I'm pretty sure what? your name isn't actually ginger, even if you are the real ginger. So what? No. Sid's like the sexual Googler. Yes. Like, Do you have a vagina? Yes. <laughs> Thank He's you. been checking it out. <laughs> Well, do you, by the way? I don't know if we've got what? a clarification. You. you do have a vagina, right? Yes. All right. <laughs> Thank checking. you. There's no, there's no penis or any weird stuff going on. Do you That's want good. there to be? <laughs> You're not baking any bread down there, right? <laughs> if you would like to call in and be sexually oh, molested by Sid, give us a call at 646-929. Let me say the number. Let me say the number. 646-929-1357. There's no Jesus in that number. You know, Sid's a weird guy, but but I, I, he's a very good friend, and I, I don't want him to catch anything. I'm a very good friend. Well, I'm talking about me. You hate him because, you, you know, you're I'm, roommates. I'm but. a weird guy. You really think that? That, no, that's just air persona. So oh, okay. I'm going creepy. with it. Okay. I would say creepy, not Shut weird, up, no. but not really. Yeah. No, nah, but I just don't want him to catch anything. That's why I want to like, kind of pre-screen you for uh, diseases. Thank you. You're clean, right, Ginger? Wait, what's going on here? You're asking we're, me if I'm clean? We're doing a show. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I'm not implying that you aren't clean. I'm just asking. I want to make sure. You don't have like a... Yeah, well... <laughs> I'd use a condom yeah, the first few really times bad. Anyway, so it's not... I'm not following this at all. I need to get off. Yes, well, Sid will take do. care of that. That's what I'm here for. Sid, why don't you uh, give her some bass sounds? <laughs> some bass sounds? Yeah, get her off. That's not how I work. How do you work? Not with, with audio. He meets her in a bus station in Rochester. There's complete and... silence. The minute you utter a word, you get slapped in the face. Wait, wait, hold on, Ginger. Before you go, uh, we have a call. We have a yeah. the Googler on the line. <laughs> Googler, yeah. are you there? Yeah, I had a question for Robert. Uh, yes. Is it true that Indian food really gets you the next day? Why, yes, it does actually. <laughs> wow, he's also the Facebooker. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> wow, this guy's got more uh, connections than we even knew. He should get a like a superhero costume <laughs> and take a picture and send it to us so we could put him on the website as the Googler. Googler, uh, he should do an interview. He should do an interview series. It sounds like you got peanut butter in your mouth. I can't hear words. What have you been really, drinking tonight, Ginger? I, glue. What? What have you been drinking tonight? Nothing. Are you still using... Maybe you should drink something. Hello? Yeah, are you still I using should. that uh, pay-per-minute uh, phone? Yeah. Say that again? I'm broke. You're bo- you're, are you you're still using the, the cell phone where you have to pay in for and the out. minutes? Like the pay-as-you-go cell phone. No? She hang up on huh? us. She's still there. You're there. I gotta get off. Music off. It you guys take... are cutting out to like way Run, too Ginger. Bad. Run while you can. It just takes her four minutes to process everything you say. I think. You know, it'd be a really cool. Right, I'm gonna get off. Okay. What? We just went through this. It'll get you off. Yeah. Hi. I have warm hands. All right. Fine. Bye. Bye. You know, it'd be really cool if we uh, got the Googler to go. To like uh, like red carpet events, like premieres, <laughs> and just interview people, <laughs> that would like Steven fair. Spielberg. Well, or you something. know what? Honestly, we could just steal his idea and do it ourselves. We don't need to get him to do anything. I guess but he laid down the blueprint, but, but he's really but I, good at it. He should yeah, go there. He set the standard. He should go there and do it in like a Googler uh, superhero costume. <laughs> <laughs> like just stand there like an idiot and be like, that would- "Hey, Steven Spielberg, uh, is it true you make movies?" <laughs> Well, thank yes. You. I, thank you. <laughs> Just walk away. Go on. Googler, Googler, I have a question for you. Can you call back? I have a question for you, Googler. Just... No, you cannot ask the Googler questions. What? Only Do he you asks Google? you. <laughs> Only right. he can ask In case you're just tuning into the live cast, all show we've had a caller from uh, Springfield, Illinois, 217. Don't blow up a spot. Call in, and uh, we had Ian Christie on the line in the first hour, and he asked... Him such thought-provoking questions as, "Is it true you write books?" <laughs> okay, no, I think he asked him if, "Is it true that you write sound that you wrote Sound of the Beast?" Oh, that's true. Yeah. That is truer. And then when uh, Tim from As I Lay Dying called, he asked him if it was true that he was in As I Lay Dying. So uh, much comedy has happened, and you have missed it clearly. Uh, I think we have the Googler on the line. <laughs> Googler, are you there? Hello, yes. this is the Googler. <laughs> Hello, Googler. I have a question for you. Okay. 
Is it true that you use Google? Yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Look, it's a Googler imitator already. Already. It's been an hour. No, I just, I, I wanted to out-Google the Googler, but I couldn't. <laughs> Oh, why'd you hang up on him, Noah? No, you should immediately so hang up on him every that's time. That's what we do, yeah. That's, that's his style. I wanted to get to know already. the Googler. I wanted to know if there was a Googleette <laughs> in the picture. A Mrs. Google? <laughs> You're only allowed to ask him things to which we already know the answer, though. That's his key. That's his oh. <laughs> you can't ask him a question that would give new information. There are layers to this Googler. <laughs> the Google is on the other foot. <laughs> going to call this show the Metal Injection Googler from now on. <laughs> you can say whatever you want on the air, Marty. Um, are you fagot? Googler, call back. We want to know. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no but really. Were you trying to impersonate Rob's I, mom? I was. <laughs> that was good. That was Metal Misha he was trying to impersonate. Oh, I'm sorry. Which is actually my impersonation of my mom. But Rob did tell me about that one time that that did happen. And yeah, it's true. I think we talked about it last we week. Did. Robert, how are you okay? Robert, we love you anyway, even if you were fagot. <laughs> all right, all right. Winding down the show, we only have uh, 11 minutes. Uh, and... Uh, there's a guy standing uh, here, so I'm uh, uh, using my uh, delay mechanism. And uh, yeah, now, only eleven more minutes. No one knows what the fuck's going on here. So <laughs> give us a call six four six nine two nine one three five seven. Googler, whoever you are, I believe you deserve a prize. Yeah. So uh, private message me or uh, Facebook me, since we're obviously Facebook friends. And I'll see that you're from Springfield, Illinois, and then we're set. And then we'll come and find you. you we'll come and find you, and I'll ask you all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, we had a pretty good show this week. You think? I enjoyed myself. What the time flew by. What did we learn? We learned that sometimes you can have a book publisher on the phone, and he can be getting a fax yeah. on that same so phone. So that means we learned that faxes still exist? Yes, faxes fuck us. Who knew? What? Just think about that one. Uh, we learned uh, that in Sweden, there's a group of people that were inspired by the Karate Kid. <laughs> the bad guys. Kickers. Yeah, yeah. By, by the Cobra the Kai. Kickers. And they're kickers, and they just go to places and kick people. <laughs> right? That was the gist we should of it. Start, could we be That actually kickers? sounds could pretty awesome. That? Yeah, I like that. That is forward. Thinking. Can I start by kicking Sid? No. Yes. If only I wasn't so stoked. Can you so kick it? No, you can't. <laughs> All right, if I do, you and I, a tribe called Quest. Reach. You and I are the My only ones in this room that got that joke. That's right, everybody else here is a racist, so it makes sense. I want to listen to the Karate Kid music. Does anyone object to that? Um, Too bad. <laughs> yeah, you're the guy operating the board. <laughs> yeah. 217 is on the line uh, again. The Googler is on the line. Googler is back. Go ahead, Googler. Googler, Hello. yes. Yes. Is it true that I won a prize? Yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Googler, I want to tell you something. You're the best around. And nothing's going to ever keep you down. You're the best around. You're the one who asks funny questions of our guests. You're the best around. You're the funniest Googler ever. 
Rose and Black guy kicking Ralph Macchio in the face on my screen right now. <laughs> I'm completely distracted. All right, I'm done. That's it. Thank you, I can't Darren. believe he Thank got you. serenaded. Wow. <laughs> See, Googler, that's how much Darren loves you. Darren broke into for song the for the Googler. It's true. He's exciting. Darren only breaks into song for women. <laughs> Maybe the Googler is a woman. No, he's Thank very you. manly. Oh, he's man. He's a man. Googler, is it true you're a man? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the show was worth it just for that gag. Thank you, Googler. Yeah. And uh, totally well, really? made up for Rob's terrible interviewing skills. <laughs> I thought totally Rob's, no, saved I his thought, ass. I thought Rob shined <gasps> through the interview. What? That's because Thank he's you. got oily skin. <laughs> Don't. Why you got to talk about Shut that? Up. No, that's just chicken grease on his face. <laughs> chicken grease wasn't that your nickname in high school? Oh. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Good but exchange. Good exchange. Thank you. <laughs> it's like a volley in a tennis match. You're going back and forth there for a while. <laughs> You're not the best around. <laughs> Something's gonna always keep you down. All right, Darren, singing again. Nah, I'm done. Oh, I guess we don't deserve it. You can't. You can't. You got to spread it out a little bit. You know. You no one knows about don't, spreading don't it out a little bit. Don't tell me to spread it out. I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite a username in the chat room right now is whole lot of scrotum. <laughs> What do you think that means? Uh, it's a Led Zeppelin fan grabbing uh, his crotch. <laughs> I love it. I think it's someone with blue balls. Mm. Whole lot of scrotum. What's the uh, what's the message behind the, the the username? That's not how chat rooms work, Rob. You're supposed to type in your question. <laughs> well, he's probably listening. So, uh, no, the people in the chat room don't listen. No, they just do their own thing. Is that how it goes? They don't even remember what the hell this chat is about. They're just like picking each other up. Well, are we going to talk about uh, Broadway Boy? We're going to talk about what? Uh, what's his name? Yeah, we were. Oh, we yeah, yeah. We had topics. Items, That's Rob, right. Remember? That's right. Well, we that had helps topics. with the show topics. Oh, yeah. Six more minutes to go. Well, guys. we can talk about. The last uh, six minutes, you will be entertained. Metals, metals Power Couple. Evan Seinfeld and Tara Patrick broke up. Oh, no. Broke up. Shocking news. T- do you want to say who Tara Patrick is? Tara Patrick is a porn queen. I mean, come on. If you're, if you're fucking a fan of I'm sure m- more people would know who she is than... Evan Seinfeld, oh, of course, was on Oz. He also played in a band called Biohazard. This influences in no way whether I get to see her vagina or not. Well, actually, you get to see other penises in her vagina well, now. Get a I whole that's you what get Marty was waiting for to see different dicks. Her vagina. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I know. Terms that I will never have my penis in Tara Patrick's vagina. <laughs> so the fact that she is why taken or- would you want your penis in that vagina when you likely have your penis fall off after it being in there? It'd be worth the ride. <laughs> I mean, I'd like I'd like to have it in her mouth. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather the. Sewage. I would like to just slap her with it or the anus. She's a very attractive woman. I just saying. I, I have OCD. I like to about before the stuff. implants. Oh, I don't listen. No, if you're going to fuck someone, you can't be a germaphobe. Just get in there. Get in there. I'm very picky about who I... Uh, the sheet. Get a little ass juice on your dick. Let's not forget about the Shat song, A Tit Fuck. Yeah. That's true. Oh, and she just has... she's hits perfect for fucking. But she has been tit fucked too by the same dirty cocks. Mm. Millions of times. Probably. 
You're just not into porn stars, are you? I am into looking at them and jerking well, off. There you go. Not... I, I don't. You are never going to get her, Darren. No so problem. So then maybe I, right, exactly. But there like are. I other, was saying, like, I'm never going to get her either. So whether she's taken or not, I feel like I could get like a lesser porn star. Like she's a famous. I could porn get an star, Asian girl that looks like her. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And that's enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Sesame Street song. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it down. By the letter T. My car. There it is. Your breath. They tit fuck. Tit fuck. My car. Your breath. They tit fuck. Tit fuck. My car. Your breath. They tit fuck. Sounds like a Mike Patton song. <laughs> That's right. It's almost done. <laughs> That was Shad with Titfuck. That's you. Uh, their, their last, the single after that was Whole Lot of Scrotum. I don't know if we'll ever <laughs> Biohazard's actually from around here where we live. Yeah, not too far. They used either. to, before they were like famous, they used to deliver pizza, a couple of those guys. <laughs> I'm sure they and lived in like Marine Park, right? Yep. Yep. I'm sure all of you know where that is. Wait, is it Marine Park? I, th- I thought Life of Agony. Some of those guys. Yeah, they think them both. Too. Park. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same person. Life oh, of Agony right. used to record at that, that shitty studio on Sunset Road. Yeah. Well. That little cramped armpit. <laughs> That's the cramped armpit of South Brooklyn. <laughs> I thought that but, was uh, your sister. Oh! <laughs> back up! Back up! Armpit fuck! <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Sebastian Bach's a big uh, fat woman now, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Sebastian Bach is uh, look at look at Marty being the that's moderator. Right. There we go. He's like the trying to keep the show together. <laughs> Good job. With three minutes remaining. Uh, Sebastian Bach is going to be on Celebrity Fit Club. I didn't know Sebastian Bach was a fatty. I didn't know he was a celebrity. Oh. And that's all we have about Sebastian Bach. That's right, a metal vaudeville act right there. <laughs> so sad though to see old like ex marginal celebrities like. Marginal. He was the beast. I, I even, you know, I even like Skid Row, but you know, it's sad. Eh, he's still making money. Good for him. Darren had to he take was down on, his He's about to put out a record. Actually, he was on Gilmore Girls. For God's sake, yeah, he's doing. Right. I didn't know that. Was he's doing better than Skid Row. So. I bet. Oh yeah. When as long I was as he's um, not on Skid Row. When I was in yeah. Italy for Evolution Fest, oh. um, he was headlining it, oh. and like. The hotel that I was staying in was oh. like the main. Stop it! I'm trying to tell a story here. Oh. Fine, I'll just stop. Rob is tell enamored. It, tell it. So anyway, so he didn't want to stay in the hotel with the rest of the bands. Oh. So he booked a room in the hotel down the block, just so he wouldn't stay with everyone else. Is it in a Kano lodge? <laughs> Wait, he just didn't want to party with other other no. musicians. He just wanted to be all by He was himself. ashamed because of how fat he was. He didn't want them to see him. So, well, what's the big deal? Maybe <laughs> he just didn't want ago. to. Maybe he wanted to stay away from all the drugs and uh, sex and rock Sebastian and roll. Bach in hiding. Well, what's his issue? He's a fat woman. That's he's straight edge, show. maybe. Maybe he's a straight edge. He's, he's dropped the drugs and alcohol and taken up the cupcakes. Wow, <laughs> it's very brutal. You should try that, Noah. Put a little meat on those bones. I I asked you to go to the store for me, but you didn't want to, so. I'm sorry. 
You better oh. be able to do it again. <laughs> you better be sorry. That's right. That's why she hangs out with all lazy people. Yeah. So they'll, regardless, they'll be like, nah, yeah, I don't want to go to the gym with you. Right, nah. no, hanging out with us is the best diet. So we'll just eat your food the second you look away. <laughs> Give me that bitch. <laughs> well, all right. I think uh, it's time to wrap things up. Yeah, Rob, I have a question. Uh-huh. Is it true the show's over? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right, that's all for this week. Thank you, everybody, you for fifty-three uh, seconds. Well, we're going to wrap this one up. What really? Yeah. Well, what we're else do you have to, to say? Very, well, I feel like we're ripping the the kids off if we don't give well, them. The it'll take two him hours. fifty-three seconds to wrap up. Uh, all right, fair enough. It's not forty very seconds good right now. now. Goodbye, everybody. All right, that's our show. Thank you for listening in. I'm Rob. I've been here with Sid, Darren, 3D rather, Noah, Marty, and Anthony. Stop by towards the end. They just want to smoke weed. And uh, thank you to our guests, uh, no, Tim, no, Tim from As I Lay Dying and Austrian Death Machine. Thank you for calling oh, in. Oh, plug his book. And a big thanks to uh, Ian Christie uh, for calling in the first hour and schooling us. And uh, if you want to get Marty's book, how do, how do people do that, Marty? My website, www.bokasar.com. We're out of time! Ah! Rob, I have a question. Yeah. Is it true this music kicks so much ass in the world? Yes. Thank you.